Welcome to the System Hub Podcast. Hola. Konnichiwa. Guten Tag. Where we interview world-class experts. You have to have a lot of passion for what you're doing. I was fanatical in my 20s. If you could find a way to produce a business that works without you, your life would change like that. Extracting, organizing, and optimizing their best systems and processes for rapid business growth. Now, let's get into the show. Welcome back to the Business Systems Summit. I'm your host, David Jennings, and in this session, we're going to be chatting with Shakir Hussein, and he's built over 10 brands up to seven figures and beyond. He's the CEO of WealthAcademy.com and Funnels.com, which is an amazing domain name to have. He's the author of the book, Backpack Millionaire. He runs a podcast. He's got numerous courses. He runs live events. He got started back in 2009, and since then, he's hosted over 150 live events. He's built up a subscriber base of over half a million people, and Shakira and I, were bumped into each other quite a few times over the years, and I think his skill when it comes to selling really is second to none. He's great at selling, like leveraged selling, whether it's from the stage, whether it's through webinars, whether it's through to an audience. He just has this ability to be able to take a prospect and then turn them into a client. He's got that gift. So it's with great pleasure that I get to introduce my friend Shakir to the summit. Well, firstly, thank you so much. I appreciate the, the privilege and the honor, Dave. I've admired your work for many years since I was a newbie. So it's really good to, to be here and I'm just ready to get right in. Yeah. Now, I know um, you're going to share your eight-figure sales system, particularly for webinars, and there's, there is a lot to, to work through. So let's, as you said, just dive straight in. Maybe just to start, though, if you can, just to set the stage, talk a little bit about the problem or the challenge, really, that this system aims to solve for business owners, and then we'll just go through the process step okay. by step. So I, I will put this disclaimer on, which is, if it gets really hot and sweaty, it's because I'm in London and we have what's called a heat wave and it's super hot. So I have, I have an air conditioned machine here, but even still, it's super hot. And so I'm just going to kind of put that out there. Dave. <laughs> I'm <laughs> on the other side of the world. So I am freezing right now. Okay. <laughs> wow. We don't really get so much sunshine here, but this is like next level sunshine, next level heats and yeah. Anyway, I'm, I'm just grateful that we're doing it inside, you know, through this is leveraged work and I'm not out there trying to do a sales presentation. So, you know, the biggest problem that I see entrepreneurs have when they're kind of, you know, we're, we're going to talk to the, the person that already has a business and, you know, whether they're at six figures or seven figures or they're in a place where they're stuck. What I find is that they've spread themselves too thin they're trying to do too many things too quickly all by themselves without leveraging a team. And the solution to that is how do you focus on the vital few versus the trivial many? How do you figure out what is the activity that's going to produce $10,000 an hour to $100,000 per hour versus the activities that's a $10 per hour activity or a, or, a, or a $50 per hour activity? And I see after training lots of entrepreneurs, from all different raise, ranges and sizes. That's probably one of the key focus is it's a focus problem. And I'll, I'll go through all of these, but just to kind of put this in context, I was that person when I first started out. And I spent the first nine months of my life, I was 21, living with my parents. And I spent the first nine months basically being that. I tried 
every single thing under the sun. And I would literally go to sleep with my laptop, wake up with my laptop. And I was just, I was struggling to a whole other level. Like I would buy a product and I'd be introduced to 10 different people. And then I'd buy 10 different products and courses thinking I need all of these things. And I was just spinning my wheels over and over again. And, you know, I had the friends and family laugh at me and they said, what the heck are you doing? And there came a point where I realized, you know, I need to figure this thing out and I need to figure it out with massive leverage. And one of the reasons why, Dave, is, is actually because I didn't have a lot of confidence. I'm, I wasn't like this. I had long, greasy hair. I was morbidly overweight, very unhealthy. And I needed to figure out a way to make money, build a business without me making videos, without me speaking on stage. And it came down to two things, which is email marketing and webinars. And I remember the first time I did this webinar, I, I was like, I, I invited every single person I knew. I had seven people show up. And I spoke for nearly two hours. And I can't remember what I spoke about, except the, every other word was, um, ah, ah. And I remember finishing the webinar and thinking, wow, I'm never using this thing called go-to webinar ever again. I'm never doing another webinar in my entire life. <laughs> and you know a hundred webinars later one of my last webinars pulled in over 1.2 million dollars and that's gone on to do over three million dollars just in content sales i've sold everything from two thousand dollar programs to forty thousand sixty thousand dollar programs off off of webinars and i'm talking about in the masses and so i feel like I, i've got a little bit of experience or a lot of experience and but that experience has come through Lots of practice, lots of repetition, lots of investing in myself, you know, and, and using shortcuts, systems, templates, and something that you've become a master of with systemology and system hub. So I'm excited in terms of, you know, the questions that you're going to ask, be specific because I can go on on a tangent for each one. But I'd say the biggest thing is you have to look at yourself as an entrepreneur who can focus on the highest leverage activity at any given time and that's what's going to move the business forward with exponential returns in terms of doing the work once and getting mass leverage and i have a rule which is only create assets so you know if i'm going to have a conversation with someone then it has to turn into an asset if i'm going to record a webinar then that has to produce value for six months six years and longer and it's just a rule that I keep to myself. I'm, I don't always do it, but it's something that keeps me on track. And I think, I mean, webinar is a perfect example of that. Sales is such a critical part of any business. Oftentimes for a lot of businesses, it becomes a bottleneck because it usually starts as the business owner being that salesperson, and then they get busy doing the work and doing all the other pieces. So a webinar is a great sales mechanism that's very leverageable because you can just automate it and put hundreds of people through. So if not thousands or tens of thousands, if, if we think about the first stage, when you're thinking about creating a webinar, what's sort of the first thing that you think about? Is it getting very clear on the target audience or the product or service that you're selling or, or where do you start? You know, and I've made all the mistakes, so I'm going to try and just give you all the good stuff, right? Which is, you know, you have to understand throughput and which is the business is your business, my business, usually can't scale because of a bottleneck. And it's not your team. It's not how much money you have in the bank. It's not your capital. It's not that you don't have funding. You don't have the webinars. It's you. 
and your processes for delivering to that customer because see you can do one-on-one -on -one, you can do done for you but that will always cap out cap out right and the the solution is you need to fix the bottleneck increase throughput and how once i understand that then i'm like okay let me come up with an offer and that offer has to has to fit this this model of if i'm going to sell xyz product i want to be able to focus on one thing which is selling the delivery has to be scalable so i've sold stuff in the past where gosh it was hard to deliver and the first 10 customers was a breeze but then you do 50 customers and you're like i hate this business and then you mm -hmm. become a hamster in your own business and you become a hostage to your own business to your team and to your clients which sucks and so what you want to do is come up with a model and you want to map it from beginning to end and you want to map it and identify the potential bottlenecks beforehand okay and i'm actually doing this i'm actually going through this right now in my own business where i'm coming up with this new ten thousand dollar program i'm going to go through the the nine things that i look for you know before during and after and when i'm crafting an offer but what i was doing was i was thinking to myself what are the i'm anticipating what are the challenges that i'm going to experience okay if i'm going to do done for you then can can someone else do it instead of me number two what are the templates tools resources that i can provide to the customer so that there's no one-on-one -on -one interaction with me and we just launched this program is 10 grand per person we sold maybe four or five units and i'm already thinking oh damn okay i've sold the thing now i'm gonna make sure my delivery is on point because my goal is to scale to 100 customers and then to a thousand customers and there's no way i'm gonna get i, I want a thousand customers if i haven't fixed up the throughput the delivery of that so once i've got that identified written out spoken to my team you know if i'm going to sell this who's going to deliver how is it going to be delivered what's the system what's the procedure for for that product to be delivered then i go and say okay you know what who's my target market and it's funny because the more that you can refine your target market that's what i find uh, will increase your profits and so for me it's a you know the specifically it's 50 years old 60 percent male 40 percent female they have been in business for 20 years or they've had corporate experience for 20 years they see themselves as an expert coach consultant they read tony robbins they read fortune forbes magazines and that's who my prospect is and that's my target market and when i'm crafting a webinar i i think to myself you know there's going to be a lot of people that are going to be watching this and i need to make sure that every single person that watches it they feel as if they're the only one and so now my landing page my ad on my facebook my webinar my email follow-up those are the four main things that needs to be really tweaked up all of those things are is directly speaking to that one person and i've identified him as, as a name and i know who the person is and yeah i'm going to drive this point home even further because i see most people if you can get the target market right then the, the profits come much faster and, and i have a coach called dan sullivan he runs a company called strategiccoach.com and i've been there with him for years and years and one of the things dan talked about was this concept of your best payday so identify you know in your business whether you've been in business for a year or 10 years or 20 or 30 years identify your best payday this was 
the biggest payday that you've ever had, but it's the best one. You've got the best client. You had the best experience. You had the best energy. Like, who was that? And I can tell you, like, there's been probably, like, maybe five of those days where I've had huge, you know, six-figure, multiple six-figure days, and the clients have just been wonderful, and, and life was just perfect, right? You know, that, that just, just the perfect for a few days, because anyone that runs a business knows how chaotic it is. But during those times, who was the perfect prospect, and what are their characteristics? What kind of personality traits do they have? And he, he, you know, he, he made us do this huge exercise. And from then on, I, I think I did the exercise about three years ago, two, three years ago. But from then on, anytime I speak, you know, that's who I want to attract to my business. When I do webinars, that's who I want to attract on the webinar. And after I got that target market, then I'm, I, I want to refine my magnetic message. And what the magnetic message is, is it's a message that will attract the right people, but will also repel the wrong people. And I tell you what, when I was probably 23 or 24, I had just made my first million bucks. You know, I'm this newly minted millionaire. I'm traveling around the world by myself and I'm in Malaysia. I'm in Malaysia and I meet this lady in the hotel, on the, in the lobby. And somehow, somewhere, she says something and she tells me that I can be in the newspapers to advertise my live events. And I'm thinking, wow, I'm going to be in, in Malaysian newspapers. So I, I wire a bunch of money. I pay for this. And she goes, you need to write the ad. And I'm thinking, you know, I was really young back then. This was good. Uh, yes, I'm 30 now. So this was when I was about 23. I write this ad and I say, I want a picture of me wearing a suit. You know, I had long greasy hair. <laughs> and I say, I want the picture to be there. And I wanted to say, ex-Bangladeshi construction worker becomes millionaire. And she writes, that, she runs it. Like she said, you can write whatever you want. And I, I run it. And I'm thinking to myself, there must be at least 100 people at this event. And I'm coming down my hotel through the lobby. You know, I'm, I'm all dressed up, all dolled up and thinking, this is it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to offer them my products and services. At the time, I was selling a, I think like a $3,000 product. It was like a $3,000 digital uh, product or affiliate marketing or something like that and I come down and there's six people in the room <laughs> six <laughs> and I'm thinking what is going on and there's six people and then as I go through the questions and I'm asking them you know what is it that you do what's your background they all had one thing in common they were construction workers and most of them were Bangladeshi construction workers and that was the biggest slap in the face because I realized you know, it doesn't matter who you are. It's if the message doesn't resonate with the marketplace, you're not going to get it. And so now when we do events, you know, we'll have different headlines like discover how to create a CEO level income whilst having time freedom. Because that's what we realized rather than saying, hey, here's how to go from zero to $10,000 a month real quick. And so your messaging needs to be on point. And we're not, when we're doing our webinars, we want to make sure that the person that comes in within the first 10 to 15 minutes they know that this message is for them. You know, the first 10 minutes, 10 to 15 minutes of the whole webinar is all about how do we come up with a big promise and create authority, trust, credibility within those first 10 to 15 minutes. Because as someone who, who speaks on stage and uh, not just speaks on stage, but sells from stage for my own events, you know, one of the key ingredients is you only have 20 minutes. Like that's it. After 20 minutes, the brain is frazzled. After 20 minutes, the mind just starts wandering off. But if you can create amazing anticipation, authority, credibility, trust, 
personality in the first 20 minutes. Now the person's like, okay, I'm going to give him two hours. And so in the webinars, when I'm doing webinars, it's the same. The, the system that I use is I get a, I've, I've got 20 minutes or less. And so the first 10 to 15 minutes is the most important. And then from there on, I've refined that uh, message. And so, you know, in my, at different stages, we have different messaging. So let's just say I have three core products. The first message for that one core product would be how to go from zero to six figures. And, and that's like a $3,000 product. My second one would be say, how do you go from six to seven figures? And that's a $10,000 product. And then my third one would be my inner circle mastermind, which is $40,000 a year. I've got about 150 members in that group. And that one is, how do you go from six, seven, eight figures and beyond? And notice I just told you three of my products, less than one minute each. But now you know very quickly, okay, this is what I'm going to learn. Or this is what, what this guy has. Three core products, three price points. What's the messaging? Six to seven figures. And then I will go deep into the pain. And this is what I realized when you're doing webinars and stuff, even when you just said, what's the biggest problem? Talking, talk about the big problem. When you're doing a webinar, figure out in your industry, what's the biggest problem? So I've got a financial advisor that's working with me and I helped him scale from six figures to seven figures. He was, he was the classic guy for 30 years. He was driving up and down in his car, doing one-on-one -on -one consultations and then following up via email. And I meet him in Tower Bridge. Have you been to London, Dave, or not? I have. I'm trying to think of Tower Bridge. Is that uh, right near the big Ferris wheel, Big Ben? Yeah, somewhere around that. Tower Bridge, Tower of London. It's like it's the main blue bridge in London. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Actually, no, a bit further up. We walked across that. Okay. So, so I remember meeting him and, you know, I dressed up back then just in a T-shirt and a hoodie, I think, or a hoodie with my T-shirt. And, and he came up with a three-piece suit, Mont Blanc pen, journal. And I looked at him and I thought, wow, who is this guy? And he's got his briefcase and he's advising me on my finances. And then he said, you know, I make a lot of money, but you seem to be very young and make a lot of money and have a lot of fun. And I said, well, yeah, I got this thing called internet marketing. You know, I do these webinars and people come to me and, and he said, well, and I said, what do you do? And he said, well, for the last 30 years, I drive up and down the country and I close 25% of the prospects that I speak to. And I'm like thinking to myself, wow, you, you might be rich, but you have no life. And I was thinking to myself, and, and then I said to him, you should come to one of my live events. So he, he comes to one of my live events. In the first day, I tell him, you know, this is what we do. But if you want extra help, it's a big investment. You should pay me some money and I'll coach you. And I offer him my most advanced package, which at the time, it still is, it's a hundred grand. And he says, I'm in. And I'm like, okay. And so I, you know, the first 30 to first 60 days, he went and made an extra like 60 grand or something. And that was primarily because what, what we did was we crafted a webinar that removed the one-on-one -on -one of him. So he didn't have to go and sell, tell, convince people, show them the plan. He just created a webinar presentation, put it on LinkedIn, found his ideal clients. That thing took off. He got featured on TV. Uh, that thing then took off. He started speaking uh, around the country at different events, even at my own events. And long story short, now him and his son work from home and they have people coming to him versus him going out. 
And about six months ago, I called him up and I said, hey, I need some you know, help with my finances. Blah, blah. And he said, well, you know, Shaq, you know, you know what you told me? You need to come up and drive and see me. And I had my brother drive like two hours up north somewhere to go and meet him. And that's because, again, it's because I really identified my target market. I figured out what their biggest problems was. And this is another thing. When you want to build a high converting webinar, you want to figure out and talk about the pains and problems of your clients that they can explain themselves. And when you do that in the first, say, 30 to 45 minutes, I mean, I have a whole structure. Dave, you know what I'll do? Actually, I'll give you guys one of my webinar structures, like a PowerPoint fill-in-the-blanks template that you can just uh, put it in. Perfect. And I might even, I'll chime in because you, you mentioned quite a few things and it's like you, you've gone through those first couple of steps. Step number one is really making sure the the offer or the product that you are going to be offering has a huge amount of throughput. Like you, you can sell as many of those and it's not dependent, which means it's very scalable. So that's kind of like just check the box on what it is that you're selling. Then kind of step number two is just make sure you have a very deep understanding of that target audience and they're all their little idiosyncrasies. And, and there was probably already some thought around that target audience, even when you're crafting the offer like, um, mm-hmm. or the package. So yeah, if we say step number two is just getting very clear on that target audience, their problems, who they are, all those sorts of things. And then that kind of, again, helps you to further tailor and craft that offer. And then we kind of move into the webinar and we're starting to think about the webinar structure. And you said the first 20 minutes are incredibly important and the, the importance of, you know, building that trust and credibility early on and, and speaking to the problems that you know that audience has. So they go, oh, you know, Shakir understands me. The, you know, he, obviously, if he can articulate that problem better than I can, then he's also going to know how to solve that problem as well. So that kind of, does that bring us up to as far as the steps where we are now and we yeah. kind of, you're in the, the path or part of, of constructing the webinar? Yeah, absolutely. And now what we want to do is, you know, we've got their attention, we've captured their interest in all of this, and now we want to really take it to the next level where we're giving them content, but not too much, where they feel like, oh, you know what, I've got everything that I need and I don't need any more because then what's the point? Like you just taught on the webinar. And the job of the webinar should be to build a relationship with them so that they want more from it. And that's where I would pick maybe three or five key ingredients, components, secrets, whatever you want to call them, three to five points where I would show off my expertise, my results, and I would give them one or two things which I call small wins. So so they want to be able to go through, sit down, and they want to be able to say to themselves, oh, if I did this, I know I'll get a small win, right? For example, if I go and post on my Instagram and on my Facebook and my LinkedIn, the same message or a similar message rather than just posting on my Instagram and waiting for people to come, then I might just have some extra uh, feedback or some extra response. Or instead of sending out five or 10 prospective emails, what if I just allocated an hour a day and had a hundred outreach messages go out on Instagram, on Facebook, on LinkedIn, and I don't even have to do that. I can hire someone maybe from India, Pakistan, Philippines, and they could leverage my time and they could get people to come into my webinar. Does that make sense? Yes. And so yep. 
you know, one, one of the biggest things, like, let's just say I'm teaching a client and they're like, Shaq, how do I get more prospects? And I'm trying to sell, I don't know, a weight loss product. It doesn't matter what you're selling. And I, I'd say, okay, go and find, say, the top 100 influencers on Instagram and every single day go and see what are the posts that 10 of them are making. And then when they are posting something, who are the people that are responding to those posts? Go and interact with those people. And this is actually how I started making my first, I'd say my first fifty dollars to $100,000 online when I was a complete newbie. I would literally go and find people that were in Facebook groups, on different social media platforms, and I would go and reach out to them and say, hey, I see you posting and you're, you're trying to learn about XYZ. How about I give you a 20-minute free Skype call? And that's what I was doing. I mean, I made my first six figures uh, doing outreach marketing and getting people on the phone uh, doing Skype calls. Does that make sense? And yeah. so when I share that on a webinar, people are like, oh, I could do that. I could reach out to you know, 100 people a day and then get five people to respond and maybe have one or two calls. Okay, I could do it. So that's like a small win. And I share a couple of these things because what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to give people hope and inspire them to build instant confidence in themselves. Because if they can see themselves doing it, then, I'm, then they're like, okay, you know what? This guy's giving me all this cool stuff for free. I'd like to go and learn more. Yeah. And, then, and then that takes a, a good, say, 45 minutes to 60 minutes. And then after we do that for, say, 45 to 60 minutes, then we want to transition and that's the most important thing. We want to transition. A lot of the times people get stuck because they think, you know, how do I go from giving content to making an offer? And that's where the transition comes in where, you know, you say stuff like, hey, if you enjoyed this webinar, uh, would you like to learn more? Have you seen the power of what I've just shared? And you're getting a yes commitment from them. You know, you're getting it from straight from the beginning, but you're also getting it throughout the whole webinar presentation. And after 60 minutes, you know, someone comes off and in their head, they're like, who the heck was that guy? I just came in and th they just showed me five big mistakes that I'm making. They showed me three secrets of how to go from where I am to where, where I can go. And they've got a step-by-step -step system. Like, I don't care what he's selling, I'm in. Yes, yeah. You know what I mean? And so that, that's the webinar presentation. And then what we have is we have obviously the close which should go on for at least, it depends what you're selling. If it's a free phone call, it should be maybe 15 minutes, max 20 minutes, no more. If it's a $2,000 sale, you, should, you can go on for 60 to 90 minutes. If it's a $10,000 program and beyond, then, you know, do one or two hours. I've done closes, which, which have been very, very long. You know, <laughs> if, I, if I confess here, because, you know, I have automated webinars, uh, my last, I just shot a four-hour webinar whilst I was fasting. So I'm fasting, not able to drink water or have food, and, and I shot and recorded it four hours. Maybe I think it went on for like four hours and 20 minutes or something. But the closing itself was maybe two hours. And the reason why I did that is very simple. I'm trying to acquire clients that will come in for a two or $3,000 program with no other input from anyone else from my team. And I want them to come in. I want them to buy. I want them to go through the product. I want them to get a result. And that's a, a scalable uh, model where from end to end, I can scale it with no other input or no other team members needed. Make sense? Yeah. 
Yeah, so I think we get the idea of the the quick wins, you know, the three or five quick wins, something that someone goes, yeah, I, I can see that. And then we move into that transition and then making sure that that you kind of set that up for when you then move into the close. And then as far as the close, how do you structure that? Are you stacking on, on you know, here's the core offer and here are the yeah. bonuses? Or how, do you, how do you like to move through the close? Yeah, so the biggest mistake I see most people make first is, they work so hard on the content, but then their, their offer is not tweaked. One of my mentors, a guy whose name is Jason Flavian, who helped me do a lot of these webinars, him and uh, a guy called Dave Van Hoos. So I spent, I'd say close to probably about forty or $50,000, maybe a little bit more on just like getting the best in when, when it comes to webinars, webinar trainings. And one of the things Jason Flavian talks about is when you start a webinar, go straight for the offer. So you build your whole offer out. Like right now, because I've done so many webinars, when I want to do a webinar, I literally come up with an offer on one slide and the clothes, the, the content, the intro, the credibility, or everything else could be built up without me. And then all I have to do is just go through it once or twice, practice it, and then just hit record and boom. One take, I got the thing going. When it comes to closing, this is where you want to start. Like when you start a webinar, after you come up with a headline, don't even bother with the headline. Just figure out what's the end result that you want to sell and then work backwards because that's where you can put most of your high energy into the close. What's the close structure? Well, I have a very simple one, which is here's what I've got. Here's what it will do for you. Here's what to do now. And here's five bonuses that will help you achieve your goals faster, X, Y, Z. And there's this concept that I, I, I learned from uh, one of my mentors, a guy called John, who I paid him £12,000, which is about $15,000, $16,000. And he drove in his Lamborghini, came to my place here in London, and he sat down with me for a whole day. And you know when you get one of those fire hose information, it was one of those. But the, the one thing I do remember from it was he said, when you're crafting an offer, how you get as many people as you can is you appeal to DFY, DIY, and DWY. Okay. And I was like, wow, those three terms was worth the 15 grand that I spent. And I'm going to give it to you guys right now. And what, what that is when you're crafting an offer, especially if it's an info product, you know, people will think that they have to DIY, do it themselves. What you want to do is you want to have an element of DIY, but then you want to also have an element of DWY done with you. And then the real, you know, this is where you stack those bonuses, where you would come up with DFY done for you. And for me, what I found is no matter what I'm selling, if I can integrate DIY, DWY, uh, and DFY, it, it's game over. Because now the prospect, my client is thinking, okay, you know what? I can learn this myself. If I get stuck, his, he or she is going to be there with me. And by the way, he just spent all these years figuring this out so I get it done for you. Does that make sense? Yeah, and so, that makes perfect sense. Like in any offer, whether it's a webinar, whether I'm, I'm doing a stage presentation, in my head, I'm thinking, what's the DIY? And here's another thing as well. There's different personalities. And this is kind of more advanced, but there's different personalities that basically... They have a different personality when it comes to buying. So 
Like some people, they want the cheapest thing on the marketplace. Some people are what's called premium buyers. They will come in. It's like the 100K client that I was talking about. He had never spent even a thousand bucks with me. But the first product he, he decided to buy was he's like, okay, what do you have? And then let me just take everything right at the top. And I actually learned that from one of my favorite books uh, called 80-20 by Perry Marshall. Okay. Uh, Perry Marshall, I, I met him in London a little while ago. Very fascinating character. And one of the things he talks about is when it comes to your buyers, there's always a tiny percentage of buyers that are hyper-responsive. And they will pay you more money than anyone else. And he actually gave me the idea for the 100K program, uh, which I don't put a lot of focus on it because it is very time intensive. And, and it, now I'm, I'm trying to do as much as I can that doesn't involve one-on-one -on -one time with me. But the point is this, in every single offer, you need to integrate th th these three components and you're going to see your conversions go real high. Yeah. And um, where do you start to embed in you know proof and case studies and testimonials are you doing that all the way through or do you have specific all, all the way through now after the first 10 uh, 15 minutes you want to uh, talk more about how so let's just say I, I gave you a uh, quick win secret now one of the things what i'm doing during the whole webinar is i'm overcoming objections right and so let's just say i just shared hey this is key number one you don't need a huge budget to start marketing online. You don't need to spend 10 grand because I've spent, you know, millions of dollars and I'm telling you right now, you don't need to spend millions of dollars or even 20,000 bucks. You can do, you can go and get your first five clients for free. And in their mind, they're already thinking, yeah, but you're this guy and you've got all these, you know, books and awards and whatever. And, and they will project that insecurity that they have onto you. And so how you overcome that is you say, you know, you might be like one of my clients. She's 65 years old and she's got her own XYZ and she got her first five clients for free. And so I've already overcome that one objection. And then the second piece of content, you know, I'll talk about then, like, like, for example, your product, right? Like if I was selling your product and, you know, you're working so hard and you've got all these systems and then you talked about, uh, you're, you're sharing them, it's so valuable and you think it's so valuable because you think it's valuable. But the end user doesn't get why they need it. And that's why you have to teach them in a way why this is important, the mistakes people make. And then even then people will say, you know, but they systemize themselves out of this business and they'll come up with their own objection. And that's when you say, you know what? By the way, I have this client and he is just like you. And guess what? He systemized himself out of the business as well using this, this, this formula. And you're, you're building the whole thing up. So when it comes to the close, you know, by the time you are transitioning and you're saying, hey, do you want to learn more? Is this exciting stuff? They're already saying, yeah, I'm in. Yes, you know that I mean? makes, yeah, it makes they're, perfect they're already, sense. Yeah, they're already sold. And one of the biggest secrets of these webinars is, it's all in the power of pre-framing and pre-selling. Now, the more pre-framing that you can have before they even come onto the webinar, you know, the more sold, motivated, convinced they are to do business with you. Yeah, that makes sense. I feel like 
yeah, we've gone through the idea of how to craft it. I think almost like the last piece in the puzzle then is once you've got this together, it's then getting in front of the audience and getting people to uh, arrive. Are there any particular methods you start off with when it comes to driving yeah, traffic? 100%. So what I want to do is actually I'm going to tell you one other last part, which is the replay, which is the follow-up, which is I would say at least a good 50 to 70% of your sales will come from you sending out the webinar replay. And, and again, I discovered this accidentally. I remember, you know, I, I did a few webinars back in the day. Uh, so I'm really going back maybe 2013, 2014. So this was about five, six years ago. And I never used to promote anyone. I still really don't. I just promote my own products and services. But at the time, I had a guy called John and Luke from America. They reached out to me. I've never met these guys. And they said, hey, Shaq, we've got this webinar. Do you want to come and promote it? And I was like, you know what? I, I don't promote webinars, but I heard so many good things and I like you guys. So let's just do it. And we do this email promotion. I send the email out to my list. We get a bunch of people on the webinar and I fly to Australia. Dave, I fly to Sydney, Australia. I was attending an event by James Tramco and I'm flying there. I land. It's like, it's like a 24 hour flight to go from London to Australia, something crazy. So I go there and I land, I think it's like 2 a.m. And I'm thinking to myself, the webinar is already done because I told my team they need to host it because I'm going to be in the air. And I message them and they respond back to me and they say, no, you need to do the webinar because it's in two hours. And I'm thinking to myself, I need to sleep. I need to wake up for the event the next morning. So anyway, I do this webinar. I have no idea how it's going. I'm super tired. I just do the introduction. The guys come on. They do the webinar. They do a pitch. And then, boom, I'm done. And probably within, I, I don't know, it must have been like at least half an hour or less, you know, the sales start coming in. And there's $58,000 that just came in from a webinar promotion, okay? Now, that was a huge amount of money for me. And I had all the insecurities, like, holy smokes, like, I just got lucky. This will never happen. The next morning, I get a message saying, Shaq, you've done amazingly well on the webinar. You need to hit the replay. And I'm like, there's no way. I'm not touching the replay at all. I don't want to get no complaints. I'm going to have people unsubscribe. You know, I was a real young newbie back then as well. And they're like, no, no, Shaq, you need to send the email. Trust me, you're going to get more sales. And I was like, you know, I don't know. And then I just hit send. And, and I remember I, I spent the day at the conference. At the end of the conference, I went back home to my hotel room. I was staying in this beautiful hotel in Sydney, right next to this spinning restaurant tower something. I can't even remember what it was called, but anyway, it was really good. And we made an extra 50 grand the next day. And they said, Shaq, you got to hit the replay again. I said, don't worry about Shaq hitting the replay again. <laughs> I said, oh, probably for 14 days. I mean, it was crazy. 14 days. I, you know, one of the things I learned about was email copywriting when I was really young. And so I understood about different angles and different reasons why and all of this. And we sent, I sent 14 emails in less than one month promoting one affiliate product. And at the end, we did more than $320,000 in sales. And that, that was enough for me to say, hey, go out and focus on webinars. And you know, we've had plenty of webinars that have done like six figures, uh, a couple that have done like more than seven figures. But really, the ones that 
that make the most money is when we do email follow-up and we come up with different angles, different reasons why, different mistakes, different case studies. And so now when we're doing webinars, we want to make sure that as much time and effort as we're putting into the front end, equally or more, we have on the back end. So we'll spend, we'll have like a 30 or 45 email sequence promoting the same offer, you know, once they come in through the initial funnel. So I wanted to add that in because a lot of times people spend so much time on the webinar, it doesn't work. And then they're like, our webinars don't work, our webinars are dead, our webinars are saturated. No, if you have a good follow-up system or an amazing follow-up system, you know, it works. So, so after that, then you want to focus on, okay, where is my traffic? Where is my traffic? And when I ask this question, where is my traffic? The first question I, I ask is, who has my traffic already? Like, who has my traffic already? Who has all of the best buyers that I could ever have? And how do they come in? into my sales funnel and how can I go and uh, get more of them? I'll give you an example. A few days ago, um, I did an interview with one of my buddies, Dean Jackson. You know Dean? Yes, Dean yeah. Uh, I do an interview for his podcast, Dean Jackson, and, and I'm telling people on the webinar that my dream client is a 50-year-old or 54 years old and he's got kids, he's, he's got 100K to a million dollars cash liquid in the bank, or savings, and he wants to get into this online stuff. He's got a successful business, but he has no clue about funnels and tech and blah, 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 all this stuff. I kid you not, the podcast goes live. Someone reaches out to our team and says they're 51 or 56 years old. They've got four kids. They've been running businesses for a long time. They have cash savings. They are, have got, you know, 6,000 bucks or something to invest in right now. They are a member of Strategic Coach. They have been in the financial planning space for a while. This morning I woke up, like before we spoke, I, I got a message saying he just uh, sent in a $7,500 payment. And I was like, that's cool because, you know, I went and, and I didn't do it because I want to get more customers. But as that happened, this process, you know, the first thing I was thinking to myself this morning is, who has my best customers? You know what? People that join Strategic Coach would be a great client for me. And so one of the questions that you can ask when you're trying to grow your business, even when you're on a, on a budget or you're scared of spending money on traffic, is this question, who has all your best customers? Okay, and this, this concept is called integration marketing. And I have used this strategy like, so good. I mean, I'm not going to even, I've used this to, to generate millions and millions of dollars in profits, not in gross, not in sales. I'm talking real profits, multiple millions, because what I've done is I've eliminated the Facebook, the YouTube, Instagram, Googles, the ad management, the ad team, the marketing manager. And I've gone straight and said, okay, here's who's got my best customers. How do I strike up a deal where they are sending me their best customers? You know, and if, like, for example, System Hub, you know, if I was in with System Hub and I was trying to get more customers, I'd make a list, okay, who's got the best books on systems? You know, Dr. Atul on Checklist uh, Manifesto, Scaling Up, Vern Harnish, Michael Gerber. Okay, how do I go to their company, add extreme amounts of value to them? Maybe give them one of my best courses for free. How do I network with them, 
get into their minds, be top of mind. How do I go to their events, go to their masterminds? If I have to, how do I pay them for an email blast and get their best customers to come to me? And so I can serve them and then I can, I can grow my business. And it's one of those things, once you do it once or twice and you experience the magic, it's beautiful. So anyway, after integration marketing, then you want to say, okay, you know what? How do I go? And if you're, if you're not interested in doing that, which I don't know why you wouldn't be, then you just pick on one platform, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, LinkedIn. Those are the hottest ones right now, Google Display. And this is the question that you want to ask yourself. So there's three magical questions. And these questions are what I've used to grow 10 different brands to over seven figures, two of them to over eight figures. And they're very simple. So don't underestimate them. And the first question is, what is my customer lifetime value? Okay. What, how much is a customer worth to me? So, you know, if you're saying a 3,000, 10,000, 20,000 dollar product, what is that customer worth to you that much? The second question is, how much am I willing to spend to acquire that customer? Okay. Uh, what's the CPA on it? And the third thing is, where are those customers right now? Okay. These three questions, Dave and all the listeners, I promise these three questions have easily been the most valuable things that drive my business. Like even now, I struggle with click funnels, with just using the most basic tech stuff. You know, I get overwhelmed when I look into the Facebook ads manager, you know, but I've spent millions and millions of dollars on paid traffic. These three questions still drive most of my behavior. And I was 22 years old. I went to New York because I won this trip for making a bunch of sales. And I remember going to New York, hanging out with these guys. One was from investment banking. One was from the Marines. One was a muffler car sales guy. And like just talking to these guys, they had no clue about technical stuff. You know what I mean? They weren't behind the computer trying to fix websites. And, you know, I was this young punk ass kid from streets of East London. And I meet them. And one of the things that I overhear them talking is how they're spending $200 to get a $50 customer. And I was completely blown away. I was like, I went up to them and I said, why would you guys do that? Like, how does they, and they explained to me the concept of lifetime value. They explained the concept of CPA. And till then, till now, you know, seven, eight years, I've never, ever forgotten those lessons. And I keep them in check. I told my wife, hey, if you ever see me stuck in business, it's these three things. Like, how much is my customer worth to me? Where are those customers right now? How much am I willing to go and spend to get each of those customers? And, and, and then you build out those systems. You know, it doesn't matter if it's a webinar system, if it's a live event system. And, and I, I believe that if you can do that, then you have a really good chance of getting unstuck, working from in the business to on the business, where you can have massive leverage and you have uh, time freedom and money freedom. And I think this, this is important because a lot of the times entrepreneurs work really hard and they forget to have a life. I've been very blessed. I've traveled to like more than 100 plus places, countries. I've, this is my third passport that I filled up. And it's only now I realize, oh, wow, this is actually a big challenge entrepreneurs face because I, I grew my team remote. You know, at the peak, we had 55 full-time staff, but I've never had an office. Even now, I'm actually working from my home office. And one of the things is, how do you stop working so hard and how do you start working smarter? So uh, those, th that was just a whole ramble yeah. on, on going from zero to eight figures 
with with webinars with uh, many to one leverage programs. So, Dave, I uh, think yeah, no, no, I think it's become very clear how you're able to run your three day events and you run 150. Once you get on a roll, yeah, just got a, a wealth of knowledge. So, a big thank you to you for for sharing. No holds barred, walking us through your process of crafting an offer and then building a webinar around that to deliver that as a package and then going out and getting it in front of an audience. So I think in the tail end, if people want to find out more because you've got lots of different programs, where's the best place for them to go to find out a bit more about what you do? Yeah, you know, you can join my list. We've got over 600,000 subscribers. I do email a lot. and But the most important thing is you're going to see behind the, the scenes of how these systems work. And you'll be able to learn so much just from going and experiencing it. So go to funnels.com. It's going to take you to a free on-demand workshop. I suggest you go watch it and see how we help clients with funnels, with tech, with automation, with scaling up. So go to funnels.com. You know, that's literally F-U-N-N-E-L-S.com. There's no typos, no errors uh, that you can make. Funnels.com, go to it, uh, go and register, join the list and see what we have. If it makes sense to you, welcome on. If not, still, you're going to learn a ton. So Perfect. All right. Well, thank you again, Shakir. It's always a pleasure and we'll talk welcome. soon. You've just been listening to the System Hub podcast. Remember, we've documented this system for you so you can literally swipe and deploy it within your business. Head to www.systemhub.com forward slash podcast to download it now. 